your Bibles with me if you would. chapter 11. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Worthy. Worthy Lamb. Worthy Lamb. Now hold your place there and turn to the book of Matthew chapter 24. In verse 30 to Hebrews, in verse 7 it says, By faith Noah, being divine, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Turn back to Matthew chapter 24 and verse 36. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he tells them, But of the day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Lord, thank you so much for your word that is truth. Thank you so much for hearing us as we worship your name today. And thank you, God, for touching our heart of God. Give us ears to hear what you are saying to your church. May we be responsive, lifted high in us. And may you be glorified as we sit before your word. We pray this, Lord. your hand want to make sure that everyone gets an outline just hold it up and the ushers will get it to you Herman in the um, beginning of the outline you have the notes there you also have the main ways there's some questions there for you to answer some questions that you can answer how do you feel the Lord spoke to you how are you going to respond to that and then the question that I always have for you is who are you helping grow in their faith because if you're not helping someone grow in their faith, then you're not really growing in your faith. So it's important that you as a disciple of Jesus, that you are making disciples, right? God didn't just want us to receive, but he wants us to also give. And so and you may not know how to make a disciple, but the reality is making a disciple is simply teaching what you've been taught. And so what you're learning here on Sundays, you can share that with someone throughout the week. Set up a time once a week where you get together with them, sit down with them, encourage them with what you're learning, and help them grow in their faith. And so that's very important. And also for those of 
of you that are following along in our Bible reading challenge, the 365-day Bible reading challenge, today is day 22. And so, again, I will not be posting a video. This is going to be the video. So make sure that you read along um, and that you stay encouraged to be in the Word of God. So, name of Noah, very important figure in the Scriptures. And in the Gospel of Matthew, is read, um, Jesus is being asked by his disciples about when is Jesus replies to them, and he tells them something peculiar. He said that the coming of the Son of Man, um, immediately what we, what we realize is what? Is that all of these people of faith are pointing us to who? Jesus, except Jesus himself. Are you here? That is who the hero is. We all we look for heroes in all kinds of is the hero. And so when Jesus is being asked about his return, he points, these are the days of Noah. In case you didn't realize that, they are. We are living in a time standing for righteousness is seen as bad or not a good thing. Are you here? There's nothing wrong with getting married. Amen. I'm just saying, right? Nothing wrong with giving, you know, in marriage. Nothing wrong with all of us that can't wait for service to be over so you can go eat and drink. Hello, somebody. All right, be careful what you're drinking. I mean, like everything is okay. And I've said this before. I said this. We are, we, we are on our way as a nation. We are on our way to the against God. But you stand up for righteousness in our days, and that's a bad thing. Anybody ever been called in? to stand up for the truth, whether it's in your workplace, whether it's among your family members that have difference right now? And the truth of the matter is that God is, God is pointing to us that these are the days. Sin is, is seen as good. It's seen as acceptable. Because of what? Because, hey, man, if I like it... That's the reality. Those are the days in which we live. Second paragraph here. The church is faith. The church is called to be moved by faith into the culture, darkness, and as salt that preserves against the moral decline of our days. That's what the church is. Just sit by silently. We are called to be a voice. We are called to have a culture that doesn't like that. Guess what? It is uncomfortable. Are you here? All right. About lose your salvation, someone does that to you, right? You just, you just, our culture is sleeping. They, they, they don't want the lights turned on them. You're happy when someone comes and says, hey, man, that's wrong. Nobody is happy about that. You want to just, the truth of the matter is, that is our culture. That is where they are. They don't want to hear the, ch and we the church, we the church, you and I, we are supposed to be the ones who do something about this paragraph here. Noah was a man who was moved by faith to do something that was unflood the whole earth. In his obedience, he is a lasting example of how we need more men. And when I say men, I'm talking about the masculine for the moment here. We need more people who lead their families righteously. We need more men that will rise up and will hear God and will stand again of God. That's what we need in this church. That's what we need in the body of Christ. We need men that are going to rise up. You want to see the men rise up in the righteousness of God. Listen, I love women. I'm married to an amazing woman. And my we and, and as much as I love the women on this planet, I love and every woman in here, I love you in a different way. But I love you. I, there's a little like uneasiness because, oh, what are you talking about? Men, men, men. Hold on a second. There's nothing wrong with men leading men. Are, but the reality is it's like we can't have both we can't have strong men and strong women we can't have that together you've been given a call you've been given a mandate and God has called you as a man to rise up in this culture we're not going to stand for the enemy to lie to our families we're not going to stand for the enemy to lie to our culture I'm marching next week glory to God we're all going we're all going to Washington praise the Lord I don't want you to feel condemned because I think that you are all amazing I think that you are all awesome and I thank God that's what I want you to get out of Noah's life Noah could have said he had all the faith in the world, but if he didn't the Lord, if he wouldn't have done that, he didn't have faith. All of the things that Noah did, he was, didn't make them repent or didn't, you know, it didn't do any of that, but it makes them move. It does something inside. Will move us. Let's look at um, Hebrews 11, 7. Let's start in the beginning there. It says, by faith, Noah, 
being divinely warned of things not yet seen. As we heed the warnings of Scripture, commandments for us to follow, warnings for us to heed, and prophetic declaration has all of these things in here. See, Noah had a word from God. We have the word. It's okay for you to know that God spoke something to your spirit. It's okay for you to know that God has a word of God, the full counsel of God, the full revelation that God has given for us. He inspired it, and that way we would not be confused, that we would not doubt, that we would know, and that we could be moved to action because of what his word says. Word at our access, and we must become well acquainted and equipped. Are you here? You need to know what your Bible says. I was talking to Isaac about how he is, how he is fearful because when he looks, and not fearful like, you know, like tremble of what is going on because he's like, man, as I'm reading my Bible and I'm looking at the news, I'm seeing you're trembling when you're watching the news. When you're in your word, you're like, wait, time out. Hold on a second. These are the days. And I don't say this to be funny. People are, are on their way to hell in a handbasket. They're thinking it's okay. They're thinking that it's all right. They're thinking that, that no, no, what's... But you know what? If we are going to be able to impact the culture, if we're going to be able to be the, able to be the Sunday preaching, it's not enough just to go to a Wednesday night Bible study or a Tuesday night Connect Day challenge. It's because I want us as a church to walk through the Scripture, Word of God, so that way we can heed the warnings that are in the Scriptures and we can move the Word from God. And the Word from God is one that sounds absolutely weird and ludicrous. And it yet. Hello, somebody. And God tells him that it's going to rain. And Noah doesn't, you know, Noah can do glory to God, right? I'm going to tell you how it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen, you know. So, hello. The scripture said that it happened. And this man, he was moved a flood, but he was well acquainted with the wickedness of his day and the greatness of his God. So it doesn't mean he's perfect. It means in comparison to his generation. Ain't nobody perfect on this planet. Right? That, that's the order of it. He finds favor. He finds grace. God empowers his perfect. Then it says the same thing about Enoch, about, about this guy. It says that he walked with God. Rain? He's like, I never seen a flood, but what I know is this. These people are wicked and you are holy. We have the same reference point. We have the same reference point, except we have a little bit more to go with because he proves himself time and time again. From Noah's time, hey, we see him prove himself there. We see him continue for God showing himself. These people rebel. They go into bondage. God brings deliverance. I mean, continue through Exodus. I mean, that's so awesome. Reading the story of Exodus, I missed one day of the recordings. But the idols of Egypt, that's so powerful. He walks in there, and the reason why he, the part was the biggest nation of that time. It was the greatest, most powerful nation of that time. And what God any of these gods I'm going to show you and so God goes in there and he does that because we must be assured that the same God who warned Noah and proved himself to be real is the same God who warned our communicating with our generation can I tell you, I'm going to tell you like this not, not, not a whole bunch of people and I hate to say it like this but this is just the truth you know a lot of the stuff they're going to turn on the TV they're not because we have mega churches all over the place huge churches all over the place but are they preaching the full are the chairs comfortable you know you get your little coffee before you came in you know, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the church becomes like this place that we come and hang out at. I'm just saying. And so, yeah, I have an issue with that because that, 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 that's the thing. Outside and just open up the Bible. And it's not like Jesus is like, hey, man, you're unholy because you got coffee in front of you. That's not it. Like that. So the, the point is where we are as a church today. It says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen in our days, from our churches, and in our cultures, is the fear of the Lord. In hell? Do you really? I mean, I want you to think about the way that you live. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. They were going to obey him. 
This is the God who will walk out of here and listen, I'm going to walk out of here and talk about that person behind their back. Am I going to gossip? Am I the truth or we're going to lie? Listen, read the book of Revelation. It says liars is secured in Christ Jesus. There is no question. Jason Quinones cannot, cannot sanctify himself. We hear preached. That it's okay. You can live it. Well, God's going to forgive you. Absolutely. He made provision. You know what you do? You stop sinning. You stop. We're so busy trying to make people feel good, we forgot about letting them feel the conviction of me and make me holy unto himself. That's what the scriptures teach us. That we're of, 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 of their obedience. Do you th think about that. Do you think about the deeds? Holy, are you hearing me? And we should be concerned about every holy. But are you concerned about the deep? We're supposed to be striving. If I fear him, I want to honor him in everything. And it's not because. When we're living for the fear of the Lord, right? We're more concerned with honoring God than being like, yo, I want to be your best bud. Listen, the reality is Jesus said, if, when was the last time that someone decided that they didn't want to be around you because you were living a certain life? In the face of those oppos opposing voices that would try to, to deter us, uh, on Friday, I, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. Um, we were replacing the, um, the on, on Friday night, probably like 8 o'clock on Friday night. I finished the top part. I didn't finish it like almost 6 o'clock yesterday, glory to God. And I wasn't building. That part of it was pretty awesome. But man, you know how they had like the angels were like helping him like get all the trees and stuff. Right? He's getting his wood. He's doing all this stuff. These people are looking at him like he done lost. That's how we have to be with the fear of the Lord. He understood he had a mission. He didn't know when the rain was coming, but he knew it was coming. The two in verse five, you can write this down. But it says this. It says that Noah was a priest. And he gets in. From that point on, he waits for the, for the waters to subside. Or, you know, and then he comes what? He's calling those around him to repentance and warning them of the wrath to come. You... He became heir or, or by which when he was building this ark, by which his faith was there, he condemned the world around him because he believed God while no one else did. Because of what God communicates to us. Our message to the world. Now listen, we... Well, this cubicle is my, my pulpit from 8 to 5. No, your cubicle is your... But let me say this. Our message to the world is not to be one of condemnation, but it is God. It is in direct contradiction to him. And if you are not in alignment with him, you are on a... To them that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He paid the... First Corinthians chapter 11. We read it every single Sunday that we do communion. It says condemned with the world. When he corrects us, it's because of what? Because he doesn't want us to... Do not repent. Anyone doesn't repent is going to experience that judgment so and, and what we realize is this you don't receive an inheritance from God because of how good you are that's not true you receive an inheritance of God because of how good and so now we're assured of our inheritance and we can do what we can rejoice in the one who base we have to share we have to share that message moved with urgency when we're looking at what God tells us in his word and we see what's going on around are you moving by faith pursuing God's will for your life are you, I'm pursuing his will, that I want to obey him. I want to honor him. Fill his will. Stand to your feet. Bow your heads. So if you're not living for his glory, I'm not living for his will. The beauty of the gospel is that sin. And you can say, God, today I want to pursue you by faith. Today, that's the beauty of this. You're struggling to walk with him. You're trying, but you're struggling. His grace is sufficient. Stay in the fight.
songs, we come to you as your daughters. We come to you as your children, God. In the name of Jesus, that you would arise, Lord God, in our lives. We pray that you would rise up, Lord God, that you would strengthen our faith, that you would strengthen our resolve, that the fear of the Lord would grip our hearts, that the fear of God would consume us, my Lord. Father, today I pray that you would break the chains off of lives in here that are bound by doubt, that are bound by hurt, that are bound by condemnation. Lord God, today I pray that you would bring liberty to the lives of those that are in this place that are struggling, Lord God, to follow your will. Father, today, Lord God, fill them with your grace. Fill them with your presence and power. Fill them with your wisdom and your love, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in our hearts. So with every eye closed and every head bowed, if you're in this place and you are not walking with Jesus, you've not committed your life to Christ, you're not serving him, but today you say, God, I want to serve you. Pray right now. You don't have to pray these exact words. Let it come from your heart. Just call upon the Lord. And say, Father, help me to serve you. Jesus, thank you for dying on the, from my sin. I believe that you are God the Son. I trust you today, Lord, from this day forward. In Jesus' name, we thank you for what you're doing and what you will do. Help us to have